0: Hello, hello, Big Dreamer, and welcome to the second episode of the Big Dreamer podcast. And I'm so excited about this topic because this is kind of what this whole podcast is about and what it surrounds. And it's all about the higher self. And I've gotten a lot of DMs asking, What exactly is this higher self? And so I figured that would be a great topic to cover. And then also some questions at the end to help you gain some clarity on your higher self and clarity into your future and who you want to be and what that will look like for you. So basically the higher self, and at first when I learned about this, I would always be like, should I write higher self or highest self? They were both online when you Googled, so I kind of, as my journey evolved, realized that I like the term higher self because highest self makes it seem like there's a cap, there's a limit, but in reality, like life is a journey and we're always growing and always evolving. So your higher self is just that version of you that is elevated, up-leveled, authentic, raw, your divine nature. basically just the realest version of you and really the version of you that is your best, your most unconditioned, and the version of you with everything that you've dreamed of and also dreams evolve because you might want one thing now, but in 20 years, 30 years, however many years, one year, you might want something different and wishes and things change. And... So that's why I resonate with higher self because it's always growing, life is a journey. I think there's that saying that life is a verb, not a noun, right? Or is it the opposite? Well, whatever it is, is that life is always evolving and there's no one destination. So higher self is to me that it's always able to evolve where highest seems like there's a cap. So your higher self is that person that version of you at your core, that version where you feel your absolute best, your energy is at its highest frequency when, of course, you are allowed to feel that whole spectrum of emotions, that sadness, that guilt, even that anger, that fear sometimes, but you're able to be a non-biased observer of those emotions because we are humans, we do live on this physical plane. so. We are going to experience the full spectrum of human emotions, but it's about not getting stuck in those lower vibration feelings and becoming an observer to them so that you don't judge them and it doesn't spiral into this form of judgment that cycles back into the negative feelings. And then you're hard on yourself for feeling those feelings and you're like, why should I, why am I feeling this way? And then it gets worse and worse. But rather, you are able to observe these emotions and be compassionate towards yourself and understand that it's okay to feel those lower vibration emotions and really feel them and let them flow through your body and experience them instead of repressing them. So that's really key to becoming your higher self because... We are going to feel all those emotions, but the higher self version of us is able to shift our feelings of fear and lower vibration to feelings of compassion and love and forgiveness to go through that whole spectrum and be able to get back to those high vibes and know the truth of situations. So, another thing is basically, you know. When your body feels the best it does, when you're really healthy and flowing and your immune system's high and you're elevated and you just feel high on life and motivated and you're doing exactly what you want to do, feeling exactly how you want to feel in the mornings, you wake up so motivated, alarm goes off, you pop out of bed in love with life. maybe open the curtains, feel the sunshine on your eyes, and now I'm just rambling into what makes me feel really good. But that's what it is. You have to know exactly what makes you feel good to get to this higher self place. Because if you don't have clarity, then it's kind of like you're just pushing through mud and you have no idea where you're going and it's murky waters. So that's also about intentionally creating your life. When you are living as your higher self, you have this clarity about what makes you feel good, what you want in life, how you want to feel because without that blueprint, you don't really know what you're doing day to day and then how are you supposed to get to the place you want to get if you're not clear on it because that's just how life works. The mind I mean our yeah, the mind proves itself right. So if we have thoughts of who we want to be, and we're we're very clear on them as like these positive versions of us these versions we want to be then our body our habits our actions have no choice but to fulfill and play out those thoughts so the higher self is really we're conscious of our thoughts so there's also the ego self which is kind of also the shadow self which is the version of you that is repressed has lots of limiting beliefs and we can really only become our higher selves once we unravel those conditional the program learnings we've had and unlearning all the things we've believed are truths which aren't really we should be questioning everything in our realities because when you just blindly accept something how do you know it's actually true? You're just being a follower, not a leader. And how are you going to lead yourself if you don't actually question the things in your life and be like, where did I adopt these beliefs from? Are they really true? So the higher self is someone who's aware, the version of you that's aware of your limiting beliefs. Limiting beliefs like I'm not good enough. I have to be super successful and the best to be loved. I am a failure. I I'm not worthy of being loved. I am always gonna struggle with losing weight, whatever the beliefs are. The higher self, we need to become aware of them. You need to become aware of them in order to change them. If you're living in a way where you're feeling out of alignment, you're feeling anxious, you're feeling depressed, stressed, all those lower vibrations, angry, frustrated, it's because you're not taking responsibility for your life. You have to take responsibility for your life and your actions because if you don't, there's no way you're going to change and become that person who you want to be and feel good and happy. So the higher self goes way beyond our conditioned fears, our limiting beliefs, our traumas, our wounds, our ego fixations, which are, again, the limiting beliefs that once protected us, yes, but as adults... They no longer serve us. So these limiting beliefs, too, have formed from when we're children. Lots of times it's based on how our caregivers relate to us because, as babies, our prime instinct and we are also just a walking subconscious theta brainwave state. So we have no critical faculty, which is now this is another tangent, but a critical faculty is the part of your. The part of you between your conscious mind and your subconscious mind that rejects things that don't align with the beliefs you already have adopted. And that means, like, if someone gives you a compliment and they're like, you look so beautiful today, and you don't think you're beautiful, you don't think you're worthy, that will just, you'll just be like, no, like, mm, I don't, like, and you'll just reject it because it's not something you believe and you won't accept it. It just bounces right off. So that is a critical faculty. But anyway, babies, when we're babies, we just naturally accept love. We accept love from everybody. We already believe we're enough. And then as we get older, things happen to us where we get conditioned to believe otherwise. So when we become adults, We have to unravel and unlearn all those things we've picked up since we were babies, since we were the walking subconscious mind where we literally accepted everything that came to us. So whether that be about relationships or health or finances or just really anything, food, literally anything in your life that you have beliefs about, you need to become aware of them so you can change them to the positive, to the version that you want. So this is all about bridging the gap between the higher self and the ego self, or maybe the version of you now, the version of you who doesn't self-reflect, who isn't introspective, who wants change, but doesn't know where to start or is struggling and looking for all these external factors and nothing's working out. And it's because you need to take responsibility. You can't change Based on external factors or else you'll always be seeking a solution. The solution is always you. It starts with you. So we are going to go into the interactive, I guess one might say, question portion of the podcast. So we're going to start with questions to help you gain clarity on where you are now and then where you want to be. Because shifts only happen when we become aware awareness is really the key thing to starting to become your higher self and then creating that outline of your higher self and gaining clarity so your mind has and your subconscious because subconscious likes direct clear specific directions so it can play out on it and rewire and form repetitive things so it creates those new neural pathways to ingrain the higher self so it's not just like Something you're writing down in your journal or things you have to remember to do, it becomes just who you are, who you be. And I will get into the questions now. The first question is In what areas of your life are you feeling most unsatisfied with or dissatisfied, whichever word? So, what areas are you feeling dissatisfied? Are you feeling frustrated? Are you feeling stressed? Are you feeling just like you're not living up to your full potential. And then the next question, what are the biggest blocks in your life? So you could think these blocks might be money or the relationships you're in or your health, your lifestyle, your diet, however, maybe the people you're surrounded by, just what are the biggest blocks in your life? To become and becoming aware of those because again we can't overcome them if we don't become aware of them in the first place so the next question is what recurring patterns keep showing up in your life the universe is always sending you lessons and it will keep sending you lessons over and over again until you finally learn what you're supposed to learn from them and move on and take those lessons with you in a higher self version and the version of you that serves you and the next question is i have to look i wrote these down because these are there's lots of questions you can ask but i wanted to get the most important ones so that was what recurring patterns keep showing up in your life the next one where are you holding on to hurt and anger so I think a lot of people walk around suffering, to be honest, because of self-imposed emotions such as guilt, anger, stuff like that, when forgiveness is really the key to becoming your higher self and growing. And whatever it is, forgiving yourself, forgiving others, forgiving someone, the neighborhood kid for getting gum in your hair, anything it is, you might still be holding on to it in your deep psyche, your subconscious that you have no idea. It could be so irrelevant, but it is relevant actually and you don't know that. So hurt and anger, you can't get to your higher self. You can't be where you want to be if you're holding on to anger and these resentment and these lower vibration healings. It's important to become aware of the hurts and the past traumas and the wounds and look at them and use them in a beneficial light and look at them in a way that propels you forward instead of just keeps holding you back. The next question is kind of what I just said because I go on a little bit of tangents. In what areas of your life can you cultivate forgiveness for yourself and others? So when we are angry, holding on to grudges, that literally is damaging to our bodies. It Things like that means stuck emotions, stagnant energy, which When not dealt with can manifest into physical ailments, into things like anxiety, stress. And it's only hurting you, if I'm being honest. And if that's a realization that hearing this is just making you have, then it is time to do some forgiveness practices, which I can cover in another episode if you would like. So the next episode, I mean, the next question is starting to shift to your higher self because now that you've gained some clarity on where you are now and it's not necessarily where you want to be we are going to jump to the future and gain clarity on what that looks like so you can visualize and envision that and start to take direct aligned actions with that version of you you want to be because every time you do it you get one percent better you get one percent even if it's 0.01%, you're still getting closer to that higher self version of you, that version of you that knows the truth of situations, doesn't internalize negative comments, negative self-talk, has positive self-talk. So the first question to ask yourself and journal on is, how does your higher self show up? Slash, what does she do on a daily basis? So This is really about getting clear on how your higher self comes across. Are they confident? Are they showing up for themselves? Are they motivated? Are they practicing meditation, mindfulness? Are they going out of their way and out of their comfort zone to keep growing? What are they doing to show up and become that higher self version of them on a daily basis and stay consistent with that. The next question is what kind of thoughts does she think? So, does she have positive thoughts about herself and about everyone else or does she have negative thoughts and self-critical thoughts and always analyzing other people and criticizing and judging or is she being like, "Oh, I love myself. I look amazing." My outfit looks on point today, I love the trees outside, I am drinking some yummy coffee, whatever it is that you're doing, are you having positive thoughts, or are you really just hard on yourself, judging others all the time, because when, you really, when you're judging others, you're really just judging yourself, because your subconscious mind does not make you a liar, so it only hears the words, and it takes everything personally, and brings it back to yourself. And also, the most judgmental and critical people are the ones who are the most insecure because they take it out on other people and feel that they need to build themselves up just by bringing bringing others down. The next question is, how does she feel about herself? And what does her ideal day look like? So this is really getting into the specifics and gaining clarity on what the ideal day looks like. So does she wake up from an alarm at 7.30? Does she then go drink a smoothie or drink some water or coffee or do some yoga or work out? And then really just getting into the details of the specific day of what makes you feel your best and really tap into what makes you happy, what you love, what gives you the most energy and what lights you up. And so that's really... All the questions to ask yourself for now, and obviously there's a bunch more you could ask to get more specific on certain areas of your life. But that's just a real big overview to kind of get you started on the journey of going towards your higher self. And if you'd want more specific questions based on maybe the blocks you realize you have or the areas in which you're dissatisfied, just shoot me a DM at Bailey Rasmussen on Instagram. And I'll help you kind of sort out what questions to ask yourself so you gain some clarity and then can move forward with that. And the higher self, it's time to step into her, to become that version of her, to walk in those shoes because your intuition is always there, that higher connection. And the universe wants you to be successful and be abundant and live your best life. And so do eyes, which so... <laughs> That is why I'm creating this podcast, because I want you to feel your best and be your best and do your best and have it all and all of those amazing things when you're living in your light. So that is the end of this episode. That was way longer than I thought it was going to be. I didn't realize I was going to talk so much, but it kind of just comes out of my mouth. So... I will see you on the next episode, episode three, Numero Trace, and you can always shoot me a DM on Instagram, share your biggest takeaways, and I will see you next time, and have an amazing day, or night, or whatever time it is. I love you. Hello, hello and welcome to the third episode and I hope you're enjoying it and if you've been maybe binge watching or binge listening for that matter or you took a break in between and maybe have integrated and internalized some of the teachings and kind of went about maybe the day in a different way, then I'm so happy and I hope maybe you will share with me because your win is my win, my win is your win, for me, for you, for us. That is one of my favorite quotes and it's fun to say too. This episode is all about the number one thing slash block holding you back from manifesting really whatever you want, whatever you want in this moment, your dreams, We have so much potential, but how we've been conditioned and programmed in society has made us think that we have to be small in order to fit in, or we have to play it small to be liked, or whatever it is, those were kind of the same thing, but basically All the beliefs we have have been programmed into us and they're not all true and they stop us from getting everything we want and maybe even taking action on what it is we truly deeply want inside because of fear. But all these limiting beliefs, I believe, stem from one core root limiting belief. They're all, I think, other manifestations of this one belief. So the one block holding you back is your belief of not being enough. And now you might hear that and be like, oh no, I'm confident, I think I'm enough. But if you really do the shadow work, the inner work, then you'll realize that might not actually be the case, that maybe your confidence comes from a false sense of having a lot of friends or being the best in your class or something like that. That's not true true feelings of enoughness that's using external validation to build yourself up instead of having nothing and maybe no one else but yourself and still feeling so worthy so enough so deserving of everything you want in your life so if you have this belief of not being enough you will always self-sabotage because our minds seek to fulfill what they believe our subconscious minds never makes itself a liar. And if we have these deep-rooted beliefs that we don't even consciously know of, are aware of, then we will always play out situations to reinforce the feelings of not enoughness. Whether that be maybe you start to go for your goal or say you want this amazing relationship and you start to date, there will always be some form of self-sabotage coming in the way and getting in the way of that manifestation or just attaining it because manifestation really is just about being intentional with your life, putting out there what you actually want and then taking the action and aligning your thoughts to be able to attain it. It's really pretty not so woo-woo. It's basically, I think, pretty foundational and there is the facts of brain chemistry and aligning with energy and quantum physics and all that, which I think is super cool, but that's a topic for another time to go more in depth. So back to the topic at hand, the beliefs of I am enough. If you think about it, when we're babies, when we're like literally a week old, we just accept love from whoever it is that holds us. We cry whenever we want. We just basically state all our needs and are kind of fearless, honestly. So as we grow up, we have we have experiences that sh- maybe make us think that we're not enough, such as I have to do this to be loved, or I have to be XYZ to be loved. I I have to do this to earn something, or I am not the smartest, whatever those situations that have happened to you that have led to these beliefs are what is manifesting. I mean, well, manifesting as self-sabotage in ways that are just so subtle that you don't even realize. Like if you have these deep desires and you're just not taking action on them or you go about every day pretty unconsciously, pretty habitual in this like sleep state of just mundane and maybe going to work early and then getting home exhausted and then eating some unhealthy food and then being like ugh the next day like it's because you don't believe you're worthy or enough to have a better life and the way you go about healing these is looking at the situations as you've grown up that have maybe taught you those those false beliefs and that have turned into truth in your mind, which it's not true. It's just a hard core belief that you have. But even though you have this belief, the bright side is that once you become intentional about changing your thoughts and bringing awareness, you have the power to change them. You have the power to co-create your reality and change your thoughts so that these thoughts eventually become not just something you have to remind yourself to think and and feel it's it becomes who you be, you embody that i'm enoughness, and then you believe you're worthy of everything, and that will manifest in you taking action will manifest in you showing up for yourself, and when you do that, you vibe even higher, and the self sabotage will fade away because subconsciously you have that deep belief that I am enough, I deserve these things, and I'm worthy. So a way to do those things are with things like time techniques, which I am a practitioner of getting to the root cause of this false belief that you're not enough because you are, you were born inherently enough, you were always enough. It's just the external factors and situations that have made you think that you're not because you needed those beliefs in order to survive, quote unquote, or protect yourself and Those might have served you when you were younger, but they're not serving you now. So it's time to reframe and change and rewire your subconscious and your brain chemistry. And when you do that, your whole life will change with this one shifting belief because you are enough, you've always been enough, and you will always be enough. And once you truly deeply believe that, there's nothing that can happen to you or will happen to you that will make you believe otherwise. So in this short little, my kind of a mini-sode because the other ones were longer, I want to do different lengths of episodes, so if you like the shorter ones or you like the longer ones or you like a mix of both, again, DM me on Instagram, tell me what you think. If you have feelings of not-enoughness and want to work through them, come talk to me. I am always open and I love to help people. That's why I am doing this. I want to shine my brightest light so that you can shine yours and push through all my fears and work through my not enoughness so that we can lead by example and then we can lead each other again for me, for you, for us. So that is the conclusion of this episode. Episode and again, I will be getting more into detail of the of manifestation, how to manifest, because it's really just creating your reality with intention. Your external reality now is just a reflection of all your internal beliefs you've had up to this point. So that's going to be a really juicy episode, a really good one. Um, yeah, so. I'm also learning how to end these podcasts, so bear with me. But I will see you in the next episode. Shoot me a DM. Share with me your biggest takeaway. Maybe post it on your story and tag me. And share this podcast also because big things are coming. Big dreams are making way. And I will see you in the next episode.